The Simpsons. Five handsome people living in a house together, being related. Oh, wow. Relating to each other. Learning and loving and laughing and sometimes causing trouble. You're going going straight for that all five of them are handsome. Yes. I've never heard anybody refer to a baby as handsome. That's a handsome baby. Oh, yeah. I've heard heard that in the past. Many people people would see me as a baby and say, what a fucking honk. Lots of people. I've heard lots of people say that about your baby photos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hunky baby is what they called me. Yeah. Yeah. Six-pack baby. Six-pack baby. Six-pack baby. Yeah. Um, Came out with a full set of teeth, the hair down to my shoulders, and a six pack. There was a while there where (laughs) anybody who saw me as a. Can you imagine a baby coming out (laughs) with a full set of teeth and hair down to his shoulders? And a six pack. Yeah. (laughs) Just a ripped ass baby with fucking teeth. I came out mid bicycle crunch. He bench pressed the doctor (laughs) and did jump ropes with his own umbilical cord. Bit the doctor's finger off. I was watching Logan's run the other day, and I thought about how funny it would be if they had special security guards in the hospital hospital for babies who just come out of the womb running because <laughs> they don't know what's going on but you have to race them and catch them like Ray, what's logan's run it's movie a movie where everyone dies when they're 30 they get euthanized and then um the whole world gets the guy euthanized. from austin powers michael york uh he's like a cop who chases down people who try to run away but then he goes outside of the walls of the city to see if and there's if a big there's ice spider at one point yeah, when he goes I up into the. I feel like rafters. I know this movie. It sounds it's to a, me. It's a popular sci-fi movie from the seventies. Uh, his name is Logan, and he goes on a run outside of the dome. Right, and it's like desolate out there and all that stuff. Is that well? True? He goes out, and it's like Washington D.C. But it's he, like. But does he go but out it's and like find a, like that there's a real, another world out there or no? No, he goes he, out and finds an old man, yeah. and he's baffled he's by because he's never he's seen he's an old Blade man Runner? before. <laughs> kind of. It's he's never seen an old man before. Okay. No, nobody's well, ever oh, seen an old man Oh, because everybody before. gets killed when they're 30. On their 35th right. birthday. I get it. 35th? Wow. I think that's what it was. So you can't, there's no presidents then? No, no, not a single president. Because, <laughs> yeah, because no, no, yeah. nobody meets the Now you have criteria. to be 82 to become the president. Yeah, you have to be. Uh, there was, <laughs> Kamala Harris got the, nom- uh, got the nod for VP today. And there was like some news story that was like, she brings a jolt of youth and energy into yeah, right. the tickets. Like, what is she, she's 60? She's almost 60 years old. <laughs> Every she's politician is on death's door <laughs> making decisions. The median age in America is like 36. <laughs> she's a child. <laughs> Every politician is in the crypt. They have, they've already dug the graves for everyone who's going to be elected. You could, well, you could and they're making choices for like what's going to happen <laughs> to the nation for 50 Wait, years. You're going to trust the decisions of the entire nation to a 55-year-old? <laughs> she's a kid. She's a kid. She's for just a baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny. Stop if- making fun of her. She's only 55 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How'd you pick on someone your own age? Pick on someone your own age. It's like every politician <laughs> looks like the the fucking zombie things in the strain <laughs> now. Like, like Trump, Biden, Pelosi, all of them look like the fucking the strain zombie. It would vampires. be fun if that's how they kept pitching Kamala Harris. Like in the campaign, they're like, "She's so young, she doesn't remember Pearl she, Harbor. She, she <laughs> she's so young that the civil rights movement was uh when she was a baby. She was she was." only a young adult when the AIDS epidemic <laughs> rampaged the country. Uh, no, I was like, she should... She didn't become she a go, cop until the 90s. <laughs> she should go to... She didn't prosecute her first low-level drug offender until the late 90s. Yeah. She, she should be like... And, she, and she's the... the, she's the uh, candidate of justice reform when she's been a major part of the problem. Kamala Harris is the same age as George Clooney. <laughs> she, at rally, she should wear like a hat with a like a windmill on the top <laughs> and suspenders like jump out of a uh, through a paper Eating banner. A lollipop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Injecting the ticket with some youth and energy. She's She's like, this is a good opportunity for you to become the campaign manager and just go full little rascals with her energy. Absolutely. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, country's in a good place. Everything's fine. Good place. Everything's great. I like that. uh, I like that we are uh, releasing like literally 
what six hours after we record now? No, we have we have we last week. Oh, we have one in the bank. Oh, geez. So we're we not do. as current as we I thought we were. Yeah, we aren't quite as current. We could. Yeah, we I mean, could. we're really splitting the difference between being ten weeks out and then the several months where we were streaming fully live. That's right. true. So we're one week in the past right now. All right. So it's not none of these are hot takes anymore. Then no, all of so. these hot takes have been made in the next week. <laughs> you guys just <laughs> I'm going to be the first to say that we baby. had the hot take of baby Kamala before yeah. anybody else, even gonna, though it's going to seem I'm going to be the first like it's later. I'm going to be the first person in entertainment history to get canceled for making fun of somebody's age. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good. It's, we're we're no. I, do you see? People, I'm optimistic about this. See, ticket. Like, do you see folks uh, tweet like, uh, like, saying saying "Okay, boomer" is a slur. It's like an ageist slur, <laughs> and you can't say that anymore. Do you see people like this? I remember I learned the word ageism because the dollar store near my house growing up wouldn't let anyone under the age of 15 in, and I was like, that's ageism. That's they, that ageism. I'm 13 and I'm not allowed in the dollar store. <laughs> how, much did you steal, how much did you steal from the dollar store as a kid? Not anything because they wouldn't fucking let me in. Yeah. But all I wanted was like lighters. Those, they could do like those, a green flame. Those young boomers <laughs> really fucked it up for you, didn't they? I, they uh, stole everything and they got the laws written. Yeah. A, a, a friend's mom took uh, like three or four of us to Chicago one time for uh, for an, like a stay overnight in sh- uh, uh, during spring break, and like the th- uh, I think three or four of us or whatever were walking around. How, what age are you at this time? Uh, like sixteen. Okay. And we're walking basically around. Kamala Harris is yeah, yeah, pretty no, much basically old enough to run for Freaking. vice president. <laughs> um, uh, but all I remember is we were walking through Chicago, and we couldn't go anywhere. Like we saw. A, a concert venue that we knew a band, uh, the band, and they were like, "You got to be 18 to get in, or you can't go this place." Or like, like my our friend's mom stayed at the hotel, so like even the bowling alley was like, "We're not, gonna, we can't let in like these 16 year olds after 9 p.m." And finally, we saw, I, we walked into a, an adult bookstore, mm-hmm. and it was like, "Oh, let's like <laughs> we haven't been able to go in anywhere. We've just walking around for hours." Uh, and uh, the dude didn't let us in. And I remember as a 16-year-old yelling at him, uh, well, I'm old enough to die for my country, but I can't see some titties. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, that was a fun story. That's a good one. That's a good one. You still feel that way? Uh, no. Now I feel the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> You're old I'm enough too, to see some titties, but, but I'm too t- old to die for your country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old. <laughs> I, I've passed the threshold that now if I died for anybody, please anybody let my friend die for our country. Please let my friend die for our country. He's too old. I to- would gladly lay my life down. <laughs> to, to honor the animal. Homophilia will join the army. As long as we are treated like a single person, yes. we share one giant bed, one giant, we suit. share one giant uniform, <laughs> one, giant uniform. <laughs> one big pair of boots that we got to do like a potato it's sack a situation. And we, we do the shoulder thing. Uh-huh. We're we're fifteen yeah. feet tall. We get one big gun and we all hold yeah. part of it. We have we have one cot, one big cot, and we we demand that it's on the top bunk. <laughs> Homerphilia goes to army. We, get one, we have one crew cut. <laughs> what does that mean? One person gets it short on the sides, the yeah. other person gets it short on the other sides, and one and person short on the top. top. <laughs> yeah, the middle person's got it short on the top. It would be funny if Homerphilia just started doing like earnest level adventures. Absolutely. Like Homerphilia goes to Africa, Homerphilia goes to prison, <laughs> Homerphilia goes to school. <laughs> I would watch a I, w- I would watch a Billy Madison style movie starring the three of us. Yeah, I would watch a lot it's, of movies. Well, starring didn't myself. we just didn't we just talk about uh, actors doing the the one where they the movies where they play all the characters or whatever? Didn't we, yeah, like we just Norbit talked about that. It was like right after we clubs, talked about that that Jack the first time Jill. I saw that stupid commercial for whatever that new Seth Rogen movie is where he plays the. American Pickle? Yeah, he plays the pickle he guy pe- and he, he plays himself. He plays his own uh, ancestor from 100 years ago. Yeah, I don't know what the plot is, but it looks like one of he, those gimmick movies where he, he plays gets, everybody. He he falls. He, uh, he's an old Im- he's an immigrant in like the 1800s, and he falls in a pickle b- barrel in the brine. Oh, the brine preserves him. Preserves him, preserves him for 100 years. So he came out looking like Kamala Harris. 
fucking young. <laughs> yeah, he's young. young as hell. Yeah. He's, he's like 60, 70 years old. Yeah, dude. <laughs> young enough to be VP. <laughs> yeah. It would be funny if there was a big style movie where Kamala Harris wakes up as an 82 year old. <laughs> we're gonna get to a point. We're gonna get to a point where the president is just like a brain hooked up to a computer of a guy that died 200 years ago. Well, what's ridiculous? Would it be funny I mean, if a chess computer got elected president and all it could just do was <laughs> announce chess moves on the radio and stuff? Uh, well, all these people online talk about how Trump plays four dimensional chess. They would really. <laughs> Well, you like you like Trump's 4D chess. What about this guy's regular chess? And every movie makes is just like Rook to D9. I think there should be a combat portion of the presidential race where you do have to do a fist fight with the other person. I love it. I would I would pay to watch that. That's why Homerphilia would have the advantage if we ran for president because we're three guys. Yeah. Yeah. And collectively, we're. Uh, we're in our 90s. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, total. We're sure. old. So we're yeah. old as fuck. Yeah. Total. Yeah. <laughs> now there's an idea. There's an idea. Homerphilia runs for president as one yeah. guy. I, I say stupid stuff off the cuff all the time, just like both of those guys. Yeah. I tell it like it is. I tell it like it is. I'm known for telling it like it is. I tell stories about my old high school bully. Who's named after cereal? <laughs> Wait, what cereal is he named after? Shex. Uh My my guy was Lucky Charms. Lucky. <laughs> everybody knows Corn Pop was a bad dude from Biden, but sure. my my, uh, my high school bully was Lucky Charms. He was a bad dude. He would he would offer to give me a red balloon, but then he would <laughs> send me straight over the moon. <laughs> no horseshoes or anything for me. He sounds like uh, like a real crummy bully. Yeah. Darren, did you have a bully named after a cereal? Yeah, it was Chex, dude. Oh, wow. And he was really crummy to you? Yeah, he was uh, He was, He was. was very, uh, he was cruel. He was a cruel guy. Yeah, bland, kind of bland and boring. A little bland and boring, <laughs> but he still, he was just always around. Uh, he wasn't a good guy. Yeah. I don't have any good stories about my bullies, Devin. You look uh, preoccupied over there. What are you doing? I'm just thinking about my bully. I think he's Googling cereals. <laughs> no. He's no. Go- he's absolutely Googling cereals. No. He just Googled what's the funniest cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I Google what's the funniest cereal? What do you That's think it's going to come up with? Uh, what do you guys think is the funniest cereal? Yummy what Mummy. A, yummy the lesser mummy? Le, the lesser known of the monster cereals. Yummy Mummy Turns is out People is don't that traditionally rank cereals by how funny they are. <laughs> nah, dude, they do. What is there's, it? There's so, no answer? Uh, everyone knows Frankenberry and Booberry. Wait. But yes, there's also Yummy Mummy. <coughs> and there was... Um, <clears throat> Uh, there was <laughs> another. Just there was the a, picture that just honestly, dude. Okay, <laughs> you guys want to know how effective the uh, Google products in this house are? I typed in what's the funniest C E R E, and my autocomplete is cereal, cereals, or cereal in the Simpsons. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. how much it knows. Yes. Whatever I'm going to type yeah. right now is about the Simpsons. Uh, what's the funniest uh, Kellogg cereals? Uh, they did a bunch of Kellogg cereals. Oh, Kellogg's released a bunch of limited edition Simpson cereals. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't yeah. know this. So there's mm. Bart uh, Bart Simpson's Peanut Butter Chocolate Crunch Cereal, Homer's Cinnamon Donut Cereal. This, These were the names. These are terrible names. No Problemos Cereal. That's a good one. Eat My Shorts Cereal. <laughs> Ew. The Simpsons family <laughs> appeared on a limited limited edition pack of Kellogg cereal. Bart was on Raisin Bran. Homer was on Corn Pops. He was a bad dude. Corn yeah, Pops. Homer, Maggie well, was Homer on Mini Wheats. Uh, Marge was on Crispix. What are Crispix? Is that like that's Jeff? like checks? I think it's, it's their thing? their yeah. checks. And Lisa was on Cinnamon Crunch Crispix. Do you know? Do you know how Kellogg's cereal started? No, I don't. It was a guy. It was a guy in Battle Creek, Michigan, who basically uh, ran like a health club cult, uh, and it was all about um, like e- eating <laughs> eating a basic diet of like tasteless wheat uh to do your body good uh and you could he was like you could only have sex with a soft dick dude he oh he was like you could only have sex with a soft his, dick yeah he was because like, his, his he had these really weird views on sex kellogg's you like mush it in. you gotta <laughs> mush it in and and to have like a healthy babies you have to 
you have to come soft and you can only do it in the spring. And now we and now we all just eat cornflakes like like it's not from the like it would be funny a product of the ravings flakes. of a lunatic. What a like fucking flakes. weirdo interesting story. <laughs> cornflakes corn tagline yeah. is just mush it in. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> mush it in your wife once a year. Yeah. It's okay. absolutely insane. It, this is actually relatively yeah. weird. I know. Okay. I told you. So first you of all, push it in. the idea for okay, Kellogg started with cornflakes, right? And yeah. the idea for cornflakes was an accident when the younger brother of of William Kellogg and John Kellogg. Uh, no, William no, no. Will John is the younger brother. Uh, left cooked corn, like corn wheat. To attend pressing matters at the local sanitarium, they left sanitarium. Their, they left their. Okay. Corn we don't have sanitarium. They anymore. left their corn wheat on the stove, and it boiled over and got on the 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 hot plate, and it cooked into the cornflakes. And then, so here here you go. So William Kellogg, then John Kellogg was the superintendent of a sanitarium, and he wanted a food that was cheap and healthy for the patients in Battle Creek Sanitarium. Uh, but no then way. Will Kellogg wanted to put sugar on it to increase the popularity, and John Kellogg said no. So uh-huh. Will Kellogg was like, well, fuck you, John. I'm starting a company. And then that became Kellogg's. Boom. And that then works. he found Rice Krispies no, he, after uh, his, that. His brother founded Post, right? So the sanitarium the is Washington? Not, yeah, yeah, Washington <laughs> Post. Um, uh the sanitarium is not like what we think of as, as a sanitarium. It's basically their health club cult where he, they did all these like weird, weird things with um, like, yeah, they like only ate tasteless food. That's why he was so against putting sugar on cereal and they only, and they only mushed it in soft. <laughs> it's, uh, the Kellogg family's really super fucked up. And now we just, and now, and now that Wait, which legacy, Kellogg is the weird one, bro, there the, is a battle Creek one. sanitarium uh, fire in so, 1902. Yeah. That's all of these guys. Will, so John Congrats. Kellogg is the weirdo? Yeah. All right, let's look up John Kellogg. You guys keep going. John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg. John Kellogg. That sounds like a serious Okay, so uh, John Harvey Kellogg was a medical doctor and nutritionist, inventor, health activist, eugenicist, and yeah. just... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I love if they just throw okay. in, yeah. in okay. eugenicist. You know, you know Cornflakes, the <laughs> superior. Let's just throw in eugenicist between businessman and health activist. Here, here's one thing we've learned. Here's one thing that we as a society have learned in the last three months is you cannot yep. you cannot look uh you cannot look a hundred years in the past without something aw- like <laughs> the world the world was just objectively awful i'll tell you what i'll tell you what though in that in the very early 1900s you could totally be a uh, member of the seventh day adventist church and then uh start a battle creek sanitarium uh um, tell people to throw it in soft man. dude he straight up he here he, he this sanitarium John Kellogg's vision was to combine aspects of a European spa, a hydrotherapy institution, a hospital, and a high-class hotel. Hell yeah. He treated both the rich and famous and the poor. The, but the weirdest, like, a, a weird part about it is, so he he preached this, like, really Oh, he was plain, kicked out of that church. Really plain diet and, like, really gross diet. And, and people started eating his plain food and were getting healthier and they were like, this guy's a genius. But really, it was just like, stop eating pork fat <laughs> like for every single meal. Yeah, dude, he uh, got... Okay, so yeah, he, he promoted... His big thing was biological living. So he yeah, promoted health reform, temperance, and abstinence. Uh, and... Uh, and was also uh, a eugenicist. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> hey, let's keep going. The, Some the eugenics s- is good. Like, uh, inside. <laughs> what? Yeah, like incest laws are eugenics, oh, like to prevent no. inbreeding. Uh, yeah. He he was uh, an early proponent in of vitro of, fertilization. Uh, he was an early proponent donors. of germ theory, though. That's Ooh. interesting. Like you don't think about it, but like inbreeding laws and like incest laws are eugenics. Ooh. And like anytime you can like get sperm ranked by like how tall the person is, where they went to college, whatever. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a rough a last donation. paragraph on his thing. Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> so he uh, this guy. 
you probably shouldn't eat Kellogg's, everybody. Uh, Kellogg dedicated the last 30 years of his life promoting eugenics. He co-founded the Race Betterment Foundation. What? Wow. Uh, co-served. You want to uh, keep going on, on your kick? Of- <laughs> I'm just saying we have policy on the books yeah. about it. It doesn't get better if you want to keep going. No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's uh It's just weird that everyone a hundred years ago was obsessed with the genetic quality of humanity. Bottom absolutely. line, John Kellogg was a, uh, a proponent of the idea of sterilizing those deemed mentally defective uh, as a state law. So uh, John Kellogg, bad guy. It is uh, wild that that was a, like the normal opinion. Like yeah. we, like the United States has sterilized so many and people, honestly, up to the more recent years. Up to, uh, um, like, upsettingly, still in certain states, it's uh, I believe West Virginia. And this guy's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine, like? Oh, Being masturbation prevention. Nuts. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah uh, there, the, 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 like you could get kicked out of the sanitarium <laughs> if you found out you were masturbating. And one of his one of his teachers got fired from the sanitarium because he brought his own salt to salt his food. And you're like, you can't. Like it, it was like, yeah, everything had to be as plain as possible. You couldn't jerk it. You had to throw it in soft. You have to throw it in soft. <laughs> you gotta toss wanna, your dick in soft. I, I want to keep putting that part out there. <laughs> We're down this rabbit hole because no, we're of down Andy a fucking rabbit hole. No, we're going cereals. in. He okay. So first of all, this fucking crazy guy circumcised himself at age thirty-seven. No. What? Yep, he did. What? Uh, Jesus his Christ. method for masturbator rehab rehab at his fucking his clinic place was to force people to masturbate to the point of mutilation without any anesthetic. That was Bro. when he forced crazy people to beat off until they mutilated their junk. Yeah! Yeah, this guy's fucked up. Uh, chat, this part. is... Thanks, uh, Andy. You just said chat. <laughs> chat, I'm sorry. I'm so used to streaming. Audience, this is what you asked for, all right? This is what you come here for. I don't think did. I don't no. think anybody here right, asked done. for this. Uh, lo- long story short, Kellogg. if you guys weren't aware, John Kellogg, bad guy. I have, I'm not a big cereal guy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Am I? I, I don't, I'm not a fan of cereal. Even less I used so, to man. love cereal when I was a kid. What was your favorite one when you were a kid? Uh, I like shredded wheat. I like plain shredded wheat. <laughs> like the weirdo. big briquettes. Like, are you you like have to crunch up. No, I swear to God, that was this my favorite cereal. It's got to be no. You're I swear to God, I would get the big, like, in the brown paper briquettes of shredded wheat. That was my favorite cereal. Gross. Did you eat like dry ramen blocks too for no, lunch? No, I after would that? put milk in it. Sometimes I would cut up fruit like bananas, strawberries. Yeah, that's not a normal kid thing to do. Get some Fruit Loops and. Oh well, to be fair, the shredded wheat. I got into that when I was probably in middle school or high school. Growing up, I liked <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Reese's Puff cereal. What about um? I had, I had the. I remember Honey my Crisps were one. always great. There was a Buzz Lightyear cereal when Toy Story Ooh. came out. That I remember being. What was it a knockoff of? of? It wasn't. They, they were like little spaceships. His well, little like spaceships. It was just a. It was like berry. They flavored. just changed the shape of an already existent cereal, Andy. What, what cereal did they change the shape of? Apple Jacks. I mean, also. <laughs> 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 He's got to admit it to himself. <laughs> that sucks. When I was in. <laughs> <laughs> just deflating it's just Apple Jacks. I had a box of uh, Spider-Man promotional cereal that came out around the time of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. It was just tricks. Uh, no, I think it was all. It was like Apple Jacks or something. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I remember saving it because I was so obsessed with Spider-Man in fourth and fifth grade that I would just keep any trash that had Spider-Man shit on it. I would yeah. like keep a box of waffles that had like a picture PlayStation of Spider-Man two on boxes it. because of the font. Yeah, they <laughs> do did have the same font. Didn't they, they do. They still do. It's a, I yeah, remember no one's it gone was back like, and changed it. <laughs> no, no. All PlayStation they still has have. Spider-Man font. That's what they did. Well, um, Sony made Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and Sony, Sony made, made PlayStation. PlayStation. So that's why they had the same exact font. It was like, and one of the opening PlayStation Two games was that Spider-Man game. It was uh, it was a real thing. Wow. And it's still the PlayStation font is still the Spider-Man font even into PlayStation Five. Wow. The more you know. Wow. 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 And uh, Buzz Lightyear cereal is just Apple Jacks. Do you remember yep. Oops All Berries? Do you remember? Yes, I yep. do. I do remember Oops All that, Berries. That always really upset me. That they would make a mistake and then try to correct Capitalize it. Capitalize on it? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why, I, why pretend it was an accident? I saw a stand-up at an open mic years ago do a really good bit about 
asking why every single cereal has to be like, oh no, there was an explosion at the peanut butter factory and it accidentally got in their cereal. Yeah. Like, just say that you made it. We know it wasn't an accident. I know Stop it didn't happen it. as an accident. Twix. It's not I an oops. I don't have two left Twix right here. It's I, not. I know. I know a, you're fucking lying. There isn't a Twix factory for the left ones and a Twix factory for the right ones. They're the same Twix. I remember Stop playing head games with my me. My parents, I think I asked my dad how you know what sock to put on. He's like... There's actually an L and an R on it, but you don't see it till you get older. And I fully <laughs> believed it when I was like in kindergarten. My yeah. dad told me that um, <laughs> that that a car had a finite number of honks, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that and they just this <laughs> psychopath little lunatic horny for honking. I know. Put his on the floor, Dad. <laughs> dad, come on. He had to. He had to keep the. He had to keep the honks. For what he really needed them. So I mean, all parents lie and say that um, it's illegal to have the light on in the back of a car. You're right. Take oh, it for yeah, it. That's not true. That's absolutely. <laughs> that's absolutely. They just true. don't want you putting the fucking light on to play your Game Boy. I got because a, it's just uh, mandatory minimum. Minimum. I I went to jail for six years for having my light on. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, full bag seat lights yeah. on. Yeah, they tell they say that uh, people learn how to innocent people learn how to be criminals in jail. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. You went to jail and learned that. Yeah. My favorite lie my dad ever told me. Uh, I I had a birthday party in preschool to go see the Power Rangers movie. Oh yeah. And the theater was empty, and he's like, "I rented it out for you guys." And we were running up and down the aisles, screaming and punching and kicking. And I brought it up years later. He's like, "No, I didn't rent it out for you. There was no Nobody one there. going to see Power Rangers at 11 a.m. on a fucking Tuesday." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh wow." Oh man, which one was that? The one that ooze? Uh, no, Best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. No, I don't know of these movies. It was the no, Power wasn't there an ooze thing in in freaking Power Rangers? I mean, there dude, was, there the was an ooze thing. goo that tells there them what to do. They're goop. God. Oh, nah, dude. Excuse me. There wasn't ooze. There was goop. The one I went to see was about cars. Like, the Power Rangers had, like, cars. That's Transformers, dude. That's your opinion. <laughs> they, it was called, like, Turbo Racer. Yeah, dude. This purple thing. What is this guy? Uh, I don't know. Ivan Ooze is the character. I told oh, yeah. you there was Ooze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, tell me he, I'm wait, wrong. Which, mo- which movie is he in? I don't know. Ivan Ooze was uh, <laughs> fictional. Ivan <laughs> Ooze, like the, the vocalist of a hardcore right. band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ivan Ooze was a tyrant who was sealed away six thousand years prior to the events in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. He appears as the main villain, summoned by and ultimately betraying Lord Zed in Rita Repulsa. He doesn't. Ha- uh, he does I not appear Rita in any Repulse. media outside. Oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, which relates to the movie. Yeah, so he's he's in the movie Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The movie. He's the guy oh, the they first summon. One. Yeah. yeah, I'm right. That one. I was me, too young. This to guy. This guy tells me I'm wrong. But <laughs> Ivan Ooze does sound like the vocalist of a hardcore. But like, there's someone who would have toured with negative approach. <laughs> Ivan Ooze is the guy from Guar. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, for sure, he is. Have what is the guy from Guar's name? It's like uh, uh, a Dunkus Monkus or yeah. something like that. <laughs> A Dunkus Monkus is a funny <laughs> What would they be called? Guar characters? Dun- what they, what's the word I would search? Guar man. Guar man. Guar, guar boy. Guar guar, the Guar boys. boys. Guar the boys. G-W-A-R. Guar members. There we go. Guar, uh, guar members. Guar club. Uh, let's see who's in Guar. Oh my god, there's so monkeys. many lists of Guar members. Oh, uh, they probably Odorous did, yeah. Ungus. I there's think is maybe one of them. Uh, so there is. Odorous you want me to just start going? Cause yeah, go ham, buddy. There's a million. There's a uh, Blothar the Berserker, Beefcake the Mighty, Ballsack the Jaws of Death, Jizmac the Kugusha, Beefcake the Mighty. No, but what's the Odorous one? Odorous Urungus. Odorous Urungus. Is he the one that died? Uh, Odorous Yorungus died in 2014. Yeah. Yes. R.I.P. Oh. Odorous. Um, <laughs> Sean Sumner was actually the only one whose real name he used was Sean Sumner, and yeah, he died he in was such a, 96. It's like being the one demon. guy in Slipknot who doesn't have a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, there was uh, or like the one dude. dude There's so many. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of people that. <laughs> Anytime you've got a band that's got like costumes and makeup and shit, it's know, easy to replace the yeah. members. My that's favorite, like, my favorite is Nippleus Erectus. That's a good one. That's that a Latin? good one. Uh, it's got to be, dude. Or maybe Hans Orifice. 
Uh, Hans Orifice? Or Steven Sphincter. <laughs> that's funny to me. Uh, I'm laughing you, at that. I am Darren laughing. letting us know that Nippolis Erectus is his favorite Guar member is just a subtle hint to the fact that he's blasting nips right now. Oh, hell yeah, brother. He, you can see him through his shirt. There's it's a crazy. guy, there's a character named uh, just Cock and Ball Slave. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. That one so didn't many. have time to think no. of a yeah, name. Like, <laughs> they were like, you're on stage in five. Dude, it's like dude, the... I spent too long on my costume. <laughs> I didn't think of the name. Ah, shit. Uh, cock and Ball um, uh, Fuck. Dude, they start out with like... They start out with like Blothar the Berserker, like real like sounding like made up names or whatever. Like and characters. then when you get into the late late two thousands, they're just straight up there. like sleazy P Martini. <laughs> <laughs> sleazy P Martini. Can you imagine uh, your your mom taking an active interest in your life and her asking like, "Oh, so you 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 play like a character in the band?" Like, yeah, I'm Michael Butthole. <laughs> yeah, my name is Michael Butthole. My and character. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. I'm a millionaire. Mom, I'm the sex executioner. Sex executioner. Mom, I'm Michael um, Butthole, and I have gigantic foam <laughs> alien costume I have to wear. My, I went to Juilliard. Mom, my, oh. mom, my character's name is Dick Fungus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh jeez, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, st- I studied. I studied music at Harvard. Now I wear. Now I wear a demon costume, and my name is Michael. Mom, uh, remember how you paid for all those guitar lessons? Now I go by Urethra Franklin. <laughs> in the costume band. My uh, my parents follow a band, not not as like satanic as Guar, but they dress up as mummies, and they all have they all have what? funny names. The like mummies. That. They, they're called Here Come the Mummies. And they all have na- <laughs> like funny mummy names, and they all have mun- mummy costumes. I'm pretty confident. If the name is already that, taken, um, like if you want to be like, um, what are they called? The, the Surfers, and that's already taken. You can just make your band name. Here come the Surfers. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Butthole Surfers. <laughs> That's so why, that's why my band's the butthole I'm, Beatles. I, I'm 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 fairly no. Here come the mummies. Uh oh, here come the, the mummies. Band. Not the American garage punk band formed in 1988. Not that because I was about to say, uh, um, Frank Woodman uh, of Hamtramck in Detroit uh, is in the the mummies cover band. But wow, never mind. It's wow. a different game. Oh, here come wow. the mummies is original undead funk. Yeah, it's see they dress up as mummies. Your and parents have- follow a. Funk band who dress up as the mummies. Yeah. Yes, dude, it's rock. Mummy dude. Cass is the lead vocalist yeah. and guitarist. Like, that yeah. rules. That rules. Mummy Eddie Mummy. Eddie Mummy. K W Tut. Spaz Keys. The Pole. Yeah. Midnight Mummy. The Flu. Mummy Ra. H Pod. High Priest of uh, High Priest. I went of to death. one of their shows with my parents. Uh, it's a good time. They play funk music and they dress as mummies. <laughs> Do they have Damn, a bunch of like? Dude, um, how funky are they actually? They're though? Uh, they're pretty funky. Shout out to Tim and Julie for just tearing yeah. it up with the Here Come the Mummy show. Uh, they, they, uh, they love going to Rolling Stones concerts, and and the, the Here Come the Mummies concerts have been. Uh, they're m- obviously more uh, frequent because <laughs> they're not an international uh, phenomenon. Remember that guy uh, who approached us in a river to give us his business <laughs> card <laughs> for his band? I don't want to say his band because I don't. I don't. I know he'll find a way to look it up. Yeah, it was the the real big time rock. No, you're gonna re- <laughs> don't say it. The, re- the real big He's time. He's searching his name right now. It was a don't a really good. Don't know. It's called the big really good no! time. <laughs> big the the really good time music that's I big. I did and, end up listening has, to it. Was you looked him up. I looked him up, and uh, <laughs> he was good. It's it's just a it's it's, a it's like that, okay that journey, journey covered. Yeah. No, they're just a journey. Oh, cover it is band. journey. Yes. Okay, All right, but yeah, they will yeah. also uh, do if you have like if you want to do just a not journey set, they'll do just a. That medley. guy came up to us with this like the the best weirdo improv scene initiation. He hey, I noticed. Up I noticed us. you looking at my weird. Hair. Yeah. So this dude, <laughs> this dude, we were we were vibing down the river. Vibing. We were. Uh, Chemically vibing yeah. down the we river. Vibing, vibing. Down, down the river. And this man who was tan to the point of he was like the color of a hot dog. And we are in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> yeah. by the way. We are in the middle of up north Michigan. A man that was clearly way too old to have uh uh like midnight <laughs> long, black hair. Yeah, long, <laughs> jet, <laughs> like, long jet black str- hair. Stringy like the the hair consi- like uh, hair consistency of like a Hulk Hogan, <laughs> but jet black and, and way too long down the back. 
and he came up and was like, he, he kayaked no, up. He goes, he goes, the, speed the first thing us. he says You guys is, in a band? Yeah, you guys are in a band. You yeah. guys look like you're in a band. You guys in a band? I'm in a band. That's his I'm intro in a band. right there. I saw you looking at my hair. Uh, I love Stephen Perry from Journey, so <laughs> wanted to make it look like that. Dyed it black for my so, for the album. Uh, went to What's San funny, though, is that on the beach. this is a dude in a kayak, uh, and he gave us two business cards, one for his big in rock show band. Hey, we are in a tube. <laughs> Where do you keep? your business don't cards say the name but then the other one it was the, the huge rock show something like that but then the <laughs> other one was like it looked like a country picture of this dude with like sandy blonde short hair like overlooking like a, a sunset and that he was like this is before i did the hair thing <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking in- the man this is before I did full the hair hey, look you know what guy if you're out there and you find this podcast one day great uh Dude, we're not insulting you we're good not marketing we're not. that uh, was just a wild thing you did to yeah us. you did a wild thing you to did us, an guy. insane thing where you kayaked up to a bunch of strangers <laughs> and gave us a business card on a river on, even on well we are clearly invited us to a block party yeah during, during COVID. During a pandemic where Come we didn't to want my, to be near I'm in road. between gigs, so I'm going for a kayak ride. <laughs> Come, to my Come, to my, Come to my show during a global pandemic. That's a, a, a clearly a, an illegal event. Speaking of which. Pandemic show. Speaking of which. Yep. Smash Mouth. Oh, uh, boy. Had, had a, a packed, big concert. Had packed show this week. Smash Mouth? From that, the show they did was much more packed than when I saw them two years ago at yeah, Sterling. That, uh, that tens, picture that you sent, it just, it, you could have told me that was like a biker sh- concert. It is. It's at Sturgis. Oh, it is? At, There's oh, 300,000 people. Oh, they're at Sturgis. Okay, good. I was like, I thought that was just like Smash, <laughs> Smash, Smash Mouth's crowd is just fucking only bikers. <laughs> what? That's what I got from the picture you sent. Yes. So, and I was confused. Yes. Okay, so that was legit at Sturgis, which yeah. by, um, by any standard is a terrible idea because by its definition, it's people showing up on one or two person vehicles so from all over the country and then kind of veining out everywhere oh, after it's a nightmare being you know, in a giant funny. group. Um, did you read that? The New York, the New York times did a story about the South Dakota governor right now. Um, she's like, she's like a Republican uh, rising star. Uh, and <laughs> Trump, <laughs> Trump sent an email to her asking about, the steps to get a fifth president on Mount Rushmore. Really? And then uh, and they've like developed this relationship since then. He did that crazy speech from Mount Rushmore on the 4th. Yeah. Uh, she, she sent him uh, itinerary and an invitation for a, for a Sturgis appearance. She wanted him to go. Jesus Christ. She wanted him to go to Sturgis, which, oh, I wish would have happened. When I saw Smash Mouth, <laughs> I, wa- I like heard them start playing Dude, at the city how fair. Dude, this is not a bit? And I walked. It's not a bit. She, she also, she, um, when he came and gave his speech on the 4th, she gave him a four-foot-tall. What kind of person do you know? That says, "Hey, I think we should make a monument for me. That's a that yeah. is a good person." She gave Honestly, I feel like I've talked about this before <laughs> yeah. in my own life. I fe- I've absolutely I, talked about I've, wanting. A statue. I want a statue of myself so bad. There's um, a statue of Columbo somewhere that I want to go visit. <laughs> there, I my favorite statue I ever visited. There's a Ignatius P. Riley statue in New, in New really? Orleans. Yeah, it's one of it my rocks. favorite books. But um, so she made him a four foot tall replica of Mount Rushmore with him. Added to it. I don't know if there's any pictures of Can it. Can you out admit, there. like, no one in private like that actually likes Trump? So she has to go do this song and dance number, and then has to go home and feel like fuck, fuck, yeah, fuck. It's so humiliating. Oh. When I went to see Smash Mouth, I heard them start playing, and I said, "Oh, I I'm feel like go you just rushed them. by the circumstances of you going to see Smash Mouth." Oh, so it, it was, was during the, the global pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was, my mom works for the city of Sterling Heights, so the big event that the city puts on is Sterling Fest. Yeah. So every year I go to hang out with like her and her coworkers. Right, I right, also right. grew up in Sterling Heights. So I went, and Smash Mouth started playing, and I said, oh, I'm going to go check them out. And I walked directly in the middle of their set, directly up to the center <laughs> front stage where I just put my beer down on the stage and did not have to say excuse me to one person to do That's that. That's great, dude. I did not have to move out of the way. I just, it was so sparse that I could just do 
a single line and is that put the weird my beer is that like the, the weirdest stage. big band you've ever seen at like a local or fair kind of I think setting? so I mean I I, it was up. weird because that was the week we saw Andy and I saw Radiohead so uh, I was like I saw Radiohead and Smash Mouth five days apart I, like what a weird when I, thing when I grew up we had a thing called Muskegon Summer Celebration yeah so every summer I would see there it was uh it was nightly concerts for for like 11 days yeah so I would see Heart and Sticks and I Journey. saw Sticks at us like a fair uh, around, around all here. shit like that. I did too. every summer. We uh, they would have like three days of country, one like up and coming artist, and then just like yeah. has been things. Uh, uh, I saw Tommy Two Tone, and people were yelling at him to play Jenny so many times that he had to play it three times <laughs> and was getting upset at people. But then, <laughs> yeah, it was great. That's crazy, yeah. And I, I saw like, like all like the arts beats and not all of them, but like arts yeah. beats and eats is another one where I've seen like weird shows, like Weird Al or like. Uh, it's like B 52s That was a blast. Weird Al did a summer celebration show. I was uh, genuinely uh, impressed by the Weird Al show when yeah. I saw him. It was a good. It was a good show. Absolutely. I. What's hard for me to wrap my head around is that in two thousand one, Shrek was out. Right, and the Smash Mouth was like the biggest band on earth. But then, like, OK, come <laughs> wait. <laughs> Smash Mouth wait had two. <laughs> Smash Mouth had number one singles. I cannot just blow. What were the two number one singles that Smash Mouth had because of Shrek? I don't even know. The uh, the walking on the rock, sun. Uh, yeah, and the monkeys cover. The monkeys cover. I believe in. And fairy they were right after. Tales. So they had done All Star, oh. which was also a gigantic Smash song. I'm just thinking about the fact that OK Computer came out around the same time as Smash Mouth being huge. Well, you <laughs> and like they were both bands on the charts with like on and off number one singles. And then I go see like Radiohead, absolutely completely sold out. At LCA, and then go see Smash Mouth at the City Fair. They were they were like peers at one time. <laughs> I, can't, I can't abide by that. But they, they are. Peers. They're peers in the way of they were on the charts at the same. Well, I, I mean, know, let's look I it also up. Object to, I also object to the statement that they were one of the biggest bands Dude, in the Dude, Smash Mouth world. was one of the biggest bands in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> Smash Mouth was one of the biggest bands Abs- in the uh, world. Without a doubt, one of the biggest bands that in the world. That is... <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if uh if that's true, but I did find a mashup of Creep and uh All Star, so Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, it works. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We can't play more than tra- <laughs> can't play more than ten seconds oh, yeah? on anything or else we'll get taken off the air. Yeah. Uh so that exists uh so they are. It, it ranked as one. And, of the uh, just so you know, All Star. Just ran- so you know, if you can't see the video, is Shrek. And he's sad. <laughs> All Star ranked as one of the most streamed rock songs from 2017 to 2019 in the United States. But there's uh, there's a, there's a few other ones like le- other songs that have stupid statistics. Like I know Mr. Brightside's another one that like yes lasted on the charts for decades it's for very, some reason. It's very weird to me that that song in the last couple years. Yeah. Has become an anthem at Michigan Stadium. Uh, well, they they just randomly played it over the loudspeakers one yeah. day, and all the kids in the student section sang every word. Even after they stopped playing it, they sang the whole song to yeah. the end. And that song was uh, the they, they were like one when that song came out. Yeah, I mean it's just it's 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 been in so much yeah. stuff. It's like it's like one of those th- songs that just like it, it's uh, like like how many months? I'm gonna look it up. Uh, that was the other thing that happened today, folks, that made me very sad, was that Michigan will officially not play football this year. I got a buddy who – that is very sad. I'm going to blow past it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy who runs an account that I recommend you follow called White People Singing Mr. Brightside, and it's just videos of white folks yeah. doing karaoke for oh, Mr. Yeah. Brightside, and it Absolutely. is very funny. That that yeah. Please go check it out. It, it that, is every karaoke it happens. Anyway, Andy um, – Sorry about football. I know. That means I'm, I'm not going to get the tailgate with you again You're, this year. We're not going to have any tailgates this year. Plus maybe the spring? Yeah, I think that that's more just like more kicking. There's there's a lot of industries right now that are just kicking the can down the road instead of making a definitive decision. Well, they can cancel football, but they can't cancel kick the can. That's horseshit. <laughs> horseshit. I don't if think, we can play yeah. kick the can, we can play football. <laughs> I I mean, but uh, – uh, you know, there, the the world is pretty much back to normal in New Zealand and in a, in a couple of other places around the world. There's no reason why 
we couldn't have control of this by the spring if everybody... Um, I'll tailgate kick the can. <laughs> if everybody took it serious, I don't think that there could be fans there, but they could play in the spring. Do you think if there are professional lawn sport games that when you tailgate, you play like football? Uh, like you play a full football game yes. when you tailgate yeah, a can yeah. jam? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You tailgate. Yeah, there's like a full contact 11 on 11 game of football before, like during the tailgate. For yeah, the like if jam. you go to see... Uh, like um, if you go to a professional cornhole match, you will play a full. Have ice you ever watched hockey. a professional cornhole match? Yeah, every day. It is. They're really good. Astonishing. <laughs> yeah. How good, but beyond that, it is astonishing. Like how fucking cocky they get. Oh yeah. Which I love. That Who is do you the think aspect. You are? That, I am. Like the <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Like the anger when they miss. Like and it's because it's such like a self sport. Like the self anger that comes out of like a mistake. Those are some of the, my favorite clips on the That's internet that I've stumbled into lately. Honestly, also, uh, like, a conscious effort from the leagues. Like, bowling is the same way, where they are consciously encouraging bowlers to act like assholes. Because yeah. they think hey, that it's good. theatricality. They I think, love that. They think it's going to make I think they should take on wrestling-level oh, hero absolutely. and heel, like, personas. That rocks. <laughs> Can you imagine absolutely. showing up and being – like, they have had it, but, like, really exaggerating the bad boy of bowling and That's just going like, apeshit, yeah. like, punching people in the parking lot Have you stuff? ever watched the movie Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone? Yes. <laughs> About arm wrestling? <laughs> yeah. He was like – they were like, Rocky was a hit. What, are we what else does he do? What else does he do? But they, yeah, it's all, everybody, our wrestles in the movie is just like this, this ridiculous wrestling style character. There's one dude, there's one dude that just like chugs motor oil and like screams. Their gimmicks are like, I hit women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a marketing team was like, what do people like about Sylvester Stone? It's like, ah! he has big biceps. Yeah. Um, Jeez. We, uh, we, we, talk about we were we so about close to having a, a valid segue when we started talking about football. We were so close. Oh, yeah, this yeah. And then we zoomed past football. it. This we just zoomed past it. We are now, uh, this might be a record, 46 minutes and 44 seconds. Oh, I think yeah. the live app was the record. I think we only talked about the episode for four minutes. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, we are on season uh, three, episode, what is this, 14 technically? Yeah. Yeah, season three, episode 14. Uh, so the synopsis of this one, this is called Lisa the Greek. Uh, synopsis, Homer becomes aware that Lisa can predict football results with incredible accuracy, and the two bond while watching games. Homer places bets in, uh, at, at Moe's with Lisa's predictions and makes a bundle. However, when Lisa finds out what Homer's been doing, she calls off the bets, leaving him with a final prediction for the Super Bowl. If Washington wins, she loves him. But if Buffalo wins, she won't. Washington comes from behind uh, and wins. Uh, so that's, that's the story. Yeah. Fun up. Uh, Good it's, jokes. It's good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I like how it opened up right away with the uh, three-dimensional kind of cartoony football field where two players are running at each other. Uh, the one guy clotheslines the other guy, uh, and then the head bounces up over the whatever football logo. Yeah, to get a good intro right off the bat, it comes out firing. Absolutely, and things aren't that far off from from that really now. In, right, in like the intro to, they've got that like violent Fox Sports robot, robot thing, yeah. that like. I came this close to having to dress up as the fox robot for an event. Why? I was two inches too short for the costume. Someone I know was booking the event, and they needed someone, and they were like, you're tall. And I tried on the costume, and it didn't fit. Oh, man. I was devastated. Can you imagine me in the fox robot costume going absolutely apeshit? uh, wearing a costume like that uh, gives you permission to act like an asshole. In, in front oh, of yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. As someone who's been the iced coffee for Dunkin' Donuts on more than one occasion. <laughs> uh, let me tell Is you. Is that true? Is that factual? Yeah. I've been all of the Dunkin' Donuts mascots at different times, but mostly the iced coffee because it's the longest Cuppy costume. Coffee coffee? Oh, You've yeah. been the donut and You've the You've been hole. Biggie Bagel? Yep. Uh, no, not the bagel. They didn't have a bagel costume didn't at that Biggie time. Bagel? No. You, did you have the, were you ever the original Dashing Donut at a sports game? Not at a sports game. You should try. Was it that should be your goal, dude. You should make a self-made camera, uh, cell phone documentary about you trying to be the original Dashing Donut. I was the donut at uh, the India Independence Day Parade one year. Yes. Oh. I marched in the parade. In what parade? The India Independence Day oh, Parade. Oh, in New York? Yeah. <laughs> I thought... Wait, <laughs> I went we, to India? <laughs> no, we're, we're, in, we're in Michigan. 
now. My my initial thought was that you misspoke and that you meant the Indiana Independence <laughs> Day Parade. I was like, that sounds like it sucks. Huh. <laughs> uh, we had a ton of uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman Absolutely. was great. Phil Hartman's always great. Uh, first thing I noticed on. on this one was the... Uh, uh, the immediate shortest version of the intro as well, which we got yeah. the car in the driveway, the run in the house, and then the gag. No grocery store, no Lisa, no uh, no chalkboard. Uh, yeah, if the if the intro is this short, that means there was nothing they wanted to take out of the episode. Nothing at all. Yeah, I mean it was pretty solid. I mean you had some good batting bits in there. You had yeah. some good uh, and a good a a good character arc story. That's that's what I'm always here for with The Simpsons is uh, a, a very good character exploration story. In this case, uh, the entire story boils down to a fractured relationship between Homer and Lisa. And we're going to watch them uh, find common ground. Uh, uh, and that's great. And, and uh, then you just pack it full of jokes. The Simpsons, dude. Characters welcome. Characters welcome. The Simpsons, dude, slightly off, kind of on. <laughs> yeah. We know drama. Yeah. The Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. We know drama. But this does know drama. Does, does, are, there is are drama. We, are we in the, are we post uh, when TV stations needed slogans? I don't watch like TV TV anymore. Like, I haven't watched real when TV. TNT. In... We know drama. TBS. Characters welcome. IFC always on, slightly off. I want Does that my happen? MTV. I want my MTV. I HGTV. Don't know. Home home time. Home home on the TV. Home home on the TV. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about TV at all anymore. I got yeah. the streaming. What service is there. it? What is it? <laughs> what is it and how does it work and who's in and charge who, of it? And what is it and how and does how do we and how do you and, get in there? And why is it called the boob tube? And do you have to get shrunk down and to be put in it? And 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 how does it get into my house? Because and who put it there? Who put it there? And why? Is and can it, they take it out? And how does how do those people fit through the cords to get there? Yes, I know a little bit about it um, from Mike TV from Willy Wonka. Right, because he chocolate bar goes into TV. You eat the chocolate small. bar, and then, go, and then it goes. He's and then always go playing cowboy gun. Yeah. But then um, when I try to reach into my TV to get the food in there, electric, I just break my TV. Yeah, yeah. handful of glass. The yeah. liquid that the they hospital. have in the plasma thing, not chocolate. You can't drink it. It's blood. It's bad. It is bad, and it's the TV's blood. <laughs> it's the TV's blood. The TV's got blood, and, and it if it you drink you it, it's going to give you bad sick. Yes, and and even though he can talk to Willie. I can't talk to the TV people, and the, <laughs> or at least they're really good at ignoring. Like you. They're very good at ignoring me, and I am screaming, and they're continuing on their conversation, and then my mom gets mad at me, and then I get mad at her, and then I go back to yelling at the little people, and it, and then it's time to go to uh, bed early with no supper. Although when I am watching a show like maybe for example Blues Clues, yeah. now then Sometimes. they are talking back to me and right. they're saying, "Where is it?" And I'll but say, it, "Under the couch." Sometimes. And they'll say, "Under the couch." Sometimes that makes me even madder though, because he's telling me, he's asking me, "Where is it?" And I'm trying to, I'm trying like hell, and then he answers before I get a <laughs> chance to. Yeah, I have noticed a lot of the times when you're at home watching Nick Jr., yeah. you are not answering the questions I'm trying, correctly. I'm trying. You are sometimes then, missing so he's widely like, that he's it's, like, can you it's find almost my, like you're watching a different show. <laughs> can you find my flip-flop? Where is my flip-flop? And I'm looking Safety deposit over, box! I'm Andy, no. And I'm screaming. <laughs> but then eventually he's like, you're right. It was right here under the rug. And then I'm like, I didn't say under the rug! <laughs> <laughs> Did you check your in-laws house? <laughs> yeah, you are frequently so far off that I'm baffled. Baffled. It makes me even matter because then who's he talking to? Because I didn't say you under the rug. you get better at it uh, after uh, spending 30-something years strictly no. watching children's programs. <laughs> I'm getting worse, I think. I think. Yeah, I think maybe you need to take some time off from it because yeah. sometimes you're watching those shows and they're like, how do we draw a circle? And, and you, I do it, uh, and then I try, and then my mom gets mad at me for using Sharpie on TV again. <laughs> I had a student teacher in seventh grade in Miss Kincaid Dewey's class 
Uh, he was a very nice gentleman from Tanzania. And one time he had the projector pointed at the board and he wrote on the wall with a Sharpie. And I never saw him again after that. <laughs> I think he was so embarrassed at doing it that uh, he never came back. Aww. He wrote on the wall with a Sharpie because yeah. of the projector? He was like, like they were projecting on it. And he was like, you know, look at this. And he took out his marker and started writing. And it was just a wall. Uh, um, <laughs> The very first day in Ant Hall, I don't know if I've told this story or not. We uh, we is set up. Is this exclusive? Uh, it might be. I don't know, but it was me, Mikey, Birdie, and I don't remember who else was there at the time. But that we the, one of the first things we did, we found an old whiteboard in the building. And we got the whiteboard, uh, and we were like, we got to make our first list. And so Birdie writes down to do list, and then she draws a line, she draws a bullet point, and then she like ha- hesitates for a second, and then she goes. And then immediately she starts writing, ruin whiteboard. <laughs> and then she shows us that she has a permanent marker. Do you know the secret to getting permanent marker off of it? Uh, yeah, alcohol. No, you trace it with a dry erase marker and then erase it. Because alcohol, that's all it is. It's alcohol. It's alcohol in it. Oh, you can put, pee on you it. can put uh, hand sanitizer on it. It'll get it off. You can I'm going to waste my hand sanitizer on it. You can put vodka on it, dude. You can put vodka on it. Can you imagine getting a whiteboard drunk? <laughs> You guys Whiteboard got, uh, you, can you power, we got, we're at, we're at 55. You want to power, yeah, through, power Homer, through the summary um, here? Homer, bad, bad dad in this episode, infuriatingly you know, crummy dad. Even in his resolution of like, if they win, uh, they love, he's them. still My daughter gambling on he's his still, child. He still shit. left his daddy daughter date to go to the bar to watch the Super Bowl. And they, they did kind of paint it as like some type of like, yeah. Uh, oh, I have my daughter's love now. It's like, guy, you just like, you 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 used your kid to make a bunch of money. You bought her a bunch of shit, so she felt like that 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 you love her, and then you still abandoned her on the your show, last day. The show he knows is, that he's well, a shithead. There's a, nice, yeah. there's a nice button where he does, he does. The breaking point for Lisa was that the the Sunday after the Super Bowl, he was not going to spend with her. He's going to go with and Barney, she, bowling and, with Barney, which she, is almost the biggest insult to be yeah. have Barney chosen over anything. I, oh, absolutely. It's one of the biggest insults He's to, a in trash the Simpsons human world. Being. Yeah. Um, uh, so at the end, he does... He does spend that Sunday after the Super Bowl with his daughter doing a hike, which he clearly does not... To look at a tire fire. Want to, do, ...to look at the tire fire. Um, so Is that the first tire fire? I think we've had reference to it. But I don't I, think no, we it. saw the tire. In season one, we saw the tire pile, but it yeah. was not on fire. I, on the yeah. school trip, the first auto episode, I yeah. think. Um, but this is, I mean, this is a common Simpsons deal where you watch Homer be a completely self-centered, unrepentant uh, uh, being. Yeah. And then and then find some some way to tap into selflessness. Or or a common uh, uh, relationship with somebody he's supposed to love. <laughs> it's it, it it allows him to continue the relationship for another week. Right. But it does not redeem him. No. Right. The show does not redeem him. He doesn't redeem himself. No. Yeah. He's. I mean, we're yeah, at, we're at the point where in you know I haven't seen as much Simpsons as you guys by by, by far. I've seen up to this point, and it's pretty. I, I, I no longer. I am wearing a Simpsons shirt. Courtesy today. of Chris Fortin. Courtesy Friend of Chris of Fortin. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod. Yeah, it's a good one. This is a shirt that's got every uh, character, the big main characters, uh, with their name on it. It's yellow. It's a good shirt. Good shirt. Good shirt. Good shirt. But yeah, I have no expectation of redemption for Homer ever anymore. No way. Uh, at first, it seemed like they tried to like have there are, the uh, there are there the are sitcom are moment of like you know whatever the Full House fucking moment or whatever you know whatever yeah. the hell that is. I think there are episodes where he tries much harder than he does in this one. Yes, and he comes much farther than he does in this one. Yeah. But still, at the end of the day, we're always going to reset, and he's always going to be uh, uh, completely self-centered. Impulsive. In the end. And impulsive, impulsive. Yeah. yeah. You guys got a favorite joke? Uh, I do. Uh, my favorite joke is uh, Homer comes in. Mo does not want to take his bets anymore. And then I jumped on this one because uh, I want Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Uh, I have it. Homer... Uh, Mo says you can't bet here because Mo doesn't want to lose any money. And then uh, Barney starts saying, oh, "But you're just taking everybody's bets." And then Mo goes, "How about a free beer?" Free beer? Uh, and then Barney goes, "Wow!" Uh, he's all excited. And then Homer says he's not going to bet anyway. Oh. And then 
most steals Barney Spear. That's not the joke that I was going to pick. My joke that I was going to pick was him watching the game and him being like, I got a lot riding on this. And the guy's like, how much money you got riding on it? He's like, my daughter. And he's like, what (laughs) What a a gambler. gambler. (laughs) What a gambler. That's a good bit. It's a good good one. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the dude that's always like passed out drunk on the end end of the bar. I don't know how many lines he will have ever for. This. So that's that's a that's a good line for him to maybe be uh, be done talking for the rest of the show. I, I my favorite joke I liked. Um, uh, there was a moment uh, while they were watching football that the announcers were talking about the crowd, and they show they showed a dude like painted chest. Uh, at this game, and he's like freezing, and his nose is frozen. Uh, uh, and they're they're saying like the announcers are like quipping like, uh, "Yeah, it looks like the guy without the shirt on is a little cold out there today." And the other one goes, "Yeah, well, you know, maybe the pain has closed his pores, and he's slowly suffocating to death." <laughs> <laughs> oh I also like any 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 Phil Hartman bits in the oh, yeah. show are are prime. I mean, there's just all of his. His, uh, whatever, what's his name? Johnny Apollo or whatever? Is that the character he was? Uh, the, the As the TV announcer? I think yeah, so. I think, I think that was so. his name, like yeah, Jimmy yeah. Apollo or Johnny Apollo or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anytime Phil Hartman plays one of those. Based on a real guy, yeah. Jimmy the Greek from the old ESPN days. Which is the least of the Greek title. Yeah. There you go. Uh, another runner-up joke is uh, there's the guy who's right, uh, whatever, 52% of the time or whatever. Yeah. Homer's trying to figure out how to gamble. Point of the story is a phone number, and it's like whatever dollars for the first minute, and some dollars a minute after that, and it, it's just a very slow and Homer's, talking. Homer's listening to a recording, recording. and he's trying uh, recording, and he's trying to fin figure it out, figure it out. The sentence, sen- sentence, sentence. Okay, is, just tell me the game. And he is. is Get, getting, 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 getting frustrated. He's getting frustrated. Getting frustrated. <laughs> uh, it's a good bit. It's a good <laughs> bit. I, and you guys know it me. You guys know me. I love the I love the slow burn jokes. There's a it reminds bit. me of the 900 numbers you would call to get video game tips. Yeah. Before the <laughs> internet was yeah. like, I never did that. There was, I was never allowed me? to. Obviously, right. My parents. I had zero money. As video a kid. game My parents tips. had no money. But there were 900 numbers you would call to get Five video game tips for the first minute. dollars a minute. Two dollars a minute. Yeah. To call and be like, oh, I'm I'm playing. Green of time and i don't I, the water dungeon uh what door do i go through <laughs> can yeah, you imagine pre, pre-game facts oh wow. yeah was the that was the right site. i used to uh, yeah. burn out ink cartridges i, printer I definitely yeah because they had all of the, like the titles made with yep. dashes and stuff yeah. i had binders full of video game cheat dude i had the I final fantasy 7 one i printed out and oh. put in a binder and that was a long ass game i never ba, 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 printed ba, ba, anything ba, ba, out ba, ba, but i do remember ba, ba, going out there and be like how i printed out final fantasy 7 once and i never was allowed to print out anything again did you use the printout for the stream when you streamed Final Fantasy VII on yeah, the Darren I, Shelton Gaming stream channel up. on Facebook. I never, I never finished Final Fantasy VII, actually, on the stream. That's okay. You Uh-oh, have two stream. more parts to come out still. Yeah, anyway. right. Oh, well. Um, I, there's, a, there's a joke in here that they do again, like this structure of a joke again and again that's always funny to me, is when when Marge, Marge is, is confronting Homer and he uh, and his way of dealing with it so she's like, uh, she asks him about all this, why he's got all this money. And he's like, you got to promise you won't get mad. And she's like, I promise I will get mad because every time you ask me that, I get mad. And then, and then he tells her he's gambling with Lisa and she gets mad. He's like, you promised you wouldn't get mad. And she's like, I promised I, <laughs> I would. I did not. But like, there's, I, can't, I can't remember what episode it's yeah, from. It's good. It's good uh, there's, a, there's an episode at some point where – Marge is Marge is mad um, uh, at something, and she confronts Homer, and he goes, "Marge, I'm not gonna lie to you." And then he just walks out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> what a good, what a perfect achievement. <laughs> That's such a Homer joke. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot think of another word I'm, to say after that because everything is a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a good app. Uh, uh, last week we split ways again. We're all at a different favorite. No, wait. You guys are at the. No, I'm at Flaming Moe still. You are. That's right. That was Radio else. Bart. You changed to Radio Bart. Yeah. And then you're something else. I so am you're Homer, Homer defined. defined still. I'm staying. 
I'll stay at Radio I'm Bar. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're still uh, against each other now. Yeah, yeah this is... Uh, we're never going to join the Army as a one-person team if we're not on the same page, boys. I, I know, right? We have to... We have to... As soon as we pick the same episode again, we need to enlist. Yeah. We have uh, Homer Alone, Bart the Lover, Homer at the Bat. Oh, Homer, Homer at the Bat is one that I've heard the name of a bunch. Is that, that a... That Andy one, loves that one. I love that one. I, I know... Homer Alone's a good one, I I'm think. I'm telling... Yes, Homer Alone's the, the church one. Yes. That's a great episode. Yes. That's, that's next week. Bart the Lover. I oh, that's the one where she he catfishes Krabappel. Yeah, that's a classic. Fuck man, Homer the, the Bat. Homer the Bat. Separate locations. I don't know what that is. I, Dog it, of Death. Colonel Homer. Black Widow. Colonel Homer's the one where uh, he becomes uh, a manager for a country music star. That that's fun. a classic. Yeah. The Otto he, Show. He comes and lives with the Simpsons. Otto. Bart's friend falls in love. Uh, uh, Millhouse gets a girlfriend. Ooh, classic. Millhouse app. I like oh, a Millhouse app. Brother, can you spare two dimes? And that's the last time we'll see his half-brother that we saw at the end of season two. Oh, was yeah. it? Was it? Uh, yeah. Voiced by Danny DeVitz. Oh. Well, uh, God, so, what a treat. Yeah, We're about uh, to just do... Like 180 weeks of perfect episodes. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I'm excited for the show, not for the podcast. I'm I'm super excited <laughs> about that. I I've I've yeah. I've really enjoyed where The Simpsons has gone, and I Absolutely. I would never have thought that I would be taking the stance uh, right now. Uh, you know, last whenever we started this last year. Yeah, I love The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks and, for saying and, it, Andy. Yeah, uh, I know I'm putting myself out on a limb there saying it, but uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. You heard it here first. Andy yeah. loves the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, if you've ever heard me, you know, I don't know, talk uh, after 1 a.m. Yeah, I've seen me open my wallet. I, yeah. Um, uh, seen the clothes I wear or the stuff I talk about or uh, tried to discuss pop culture with me at any point or just uh, said something that vaguely reminded me of a quote from the Simpsons at some point. And the brain got to hemisphere football Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to thank sponsors? Uh, yeah, I want to thank uh, our sponsor at the uh, the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Uh, the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Don't Google our past. Yeah. I'd like to thank Kellogg Flavorless Mash, <laughs> the only cereal you should eat if you want to if you want to shove it God in. God damn soft. it, that was mine. The John Kellogg mushy method for cramming it in as soft as you can. Put your perfect little mushy worm Good in your wife's lap. Wow, you got a wap? You yeah. got a John Kellogg wap? John Kellogg wap? Yeah, wap. you, you right, wet, you wet right. little soft. I, yeah. I like, I like a John Kellogg wap mashup. That's oh a yeah, good one. I'll mash. That's my, right I'll up mash there. My soft John, shit into a wap yeah. every day. John, John Kellogg's map, his mushy ass penis. <laughs> John Kellogg map in the web, baby. His map in the web. Baby. <laughs> we'll see you next God week on Overphilia. Map in the web, baby. <laughs>